0: This month, HTBB turns a year older. And what a year it's been. COVID has paralyzed the world, tensions over race have exploded, and there's a global refugee crisis. People have lost their jobs. Last year, 114 million jobs were lost around the globe. Maybe you know what that feels like. And now there's an epidemic of people struggling with their emotional and mental well-being. Maybe you know what that feels like as well. And Gen Z, uh, they feel unheard frustrated as seen in the recent lawan protests and young people don't want to inherit a world of inequity and ecological disaster and although so many people feel frustrated and despondent no one out there seems to be offering a compelling viable alternative but this is where a hurting world needs the church because we have a radical alternative in the good news of jesus christ The kingdom of God is one of love, peace, healing, equity for all, and where all are cared for and can flourish. A society centred around Jesus, where creation is stewarded well, and there's resurrection life in all of its fullness. Now, history shows us that crisis precedes renewal. And I believe the Lord is asking HTBB. He's asking every person watching this. He's asking you and me, to begin the process of rebuilding society and seeing renewal in our lives and in our communities. From the ruins, eventually we will rebuild something better and stronger. Now, the obvious passage of scripture to turn to in a time of rebuilding is Nehemiah. Throughout its history, the city of Jerusalem has been attacked 52 times, besieged 23 times, but only destroyed twice. The first time being by the Babylonians in 597 BC, when they also forcibly took most of the inhabitants off to exile in Babylon. The city lay in ruins, including all 4,018 meters of the city walls and the temple itself. And God's people, you know, they'd lost their homes, their jobs, their identity, even the ability to worship together in the temple. And likewise today, I suppose we're a dispersed people, a, a digital diaspora. But God then called a man named Nehemiah, who'd been born in exile and was now cupbearer to King Artaxerxes of Persia, the most powerful man on the planet. And Nehemiah went to Jerusalem with the returning exiles to begin the process of rebuilding and renewal of the city. The first thing he did when he arrived there and, and checked out the scene was then to gather people and cast vision of the work ahead. And that's sort of what I want to do today. I want to cast vision for our work ahead. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 17 says this, then I said to them, this is Nehemiah speaking, then I said to them, you see the trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burnt with fire. Come, come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me and what the king had said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. So as we read through the book of Nehemiah, what do we learn about how to rebuild and renew our society? Well, the first thing is this, worship, comes first. With the city walls lying in ruin, the inhabitants of Jerusalem were not secure. They were open to bandits and marauders. And without the safety of the city, the economy could not grow and flourish either. Therefore, you would think the logical starting point for the work would be to rebuild the walls first. But the very first thing the returning exiles rebuilt was not the walls. It was the temple. We can't read the book of Nehemiah without reading the preceding book in the Bible first, which is Ezra. And when you read the two together, you realize that they chose to start to rebuild their society by rebuilding the temple first. They put first things first, and they understood that a society that didn't have the worship of God at its center could not truly flourish in the long term. Jesus also said, didn't he, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things shall be added unto you as well. In other words, worship first. Our vision statement at HTBB is to play our part in the evangelization of the nations, the revitalization of the church, and the transformation of society. And it's in that order for a reason. No evangelism, no church. No vibrant church, no transformed society. During the Bosnian War of 1992-95, the city of Sarajevo lay in ruins. But Vedran Smailovic, known as the cellist of Sarajevo, actually took his cello into the ruins and, sitting there, played Albanoni's Adagio in G minor, whilst the bullets literally flew overhead. His music was a sound of hope, even whilst the battle raged. Likewise, whilst the pandemic raged, HTBB pivoted online so that through its online campus, worship could and did continue now available 24/7. I want to thank all of you who serve on teams to make this happen. God's done amazing things. You know, I've baptized people who first encountered Jesus through watching HTBB online. And since March, 2020, when the lockdown began, we've had three quarters of a million views of our content across all our platforms. And our YouTube channel alone now has over 5,400 subscribers. And even once the physical church building reopens, we will keep our online campus going as well. You see, during the exile, the Jews couldn't worship in the temple, so they began to worship in synagogues for the first time. The crisis forced them to innovate. But once they returned to Jerusalem and rebuilt the temple, they still continued to use synagogues as well as the temple. And likewise, HTBB will be a church with both physical and digital places for worship from now on. Then later on in Nehemiah in chapter 12, when they'd completed the rebuilding, they were dedicating the city walls. And once again, they decided to do it through worship. And they brought in worship leaders to sing and play music. And this included two choirs. Now, we don't have choirs other than at Christmas, but we do have two amazing worship teams, all led by Stu. One leads us in English, the other leads us in Mandarin. And in a prophetic step of faith to begin the rebuilding of our nation with worship at the centre, HTBB is going to launch its first ever collection of worship songs by releasing not one, but two EPs. The first EP will be in English in October called Heaven's Anthem. Then the second will be in November in Mandarin. We're going to uh, release a collection of Christmas songs in Mandarin. Please listen to them, download them, share them. Your worship makes a difference and initiates renewal. And prioritising worship also means a commitment to prayer. The book of Nehemiah is riddled with prayer. In chapter one, when Nehemiah is in the citadel of Susa and he first hears the reports of the state of disrepair of Jerusalem, he responds by weeping and by prayer. Then he prays whilst he's literally talking to the king of Persia to get permission to go to Jerusalem to rebuild. Then once they started the rebuilding and they faced opposition, they posted watchmen on the walls and they prayed. Thank you that you're such a praying congregation. Please keep going. And we're starting tonight, another 24 7 week of prayer. So grab your slot in the virtual prayer room and help pray this vision into being. Worship first. The second thing we've got to do is prepare well. The old adage is true if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And Nehemiah planned and prepared. He got letters of royal consent to allow him access to timber and building materials required for the rebuilding. And how are we preparing? Well, we want to continue to help you grow as disciples. We want to prepare you for the work ahead. You know, after Alpha, uh, we now have the discipleship course, which Uh, Some people find really helpful to get going in their walk with Christ. But of course, the main community in which discipleship happens are the Connect Groups. Please do join one if you haven't already. You won't regret it. And uh, last year, our our first uh, On Leadership podcast were a great success. And we're starting our second series now. Do look out for it on our YouTube channel. And our Theological College. SPTC, St. Paul's Theological College, also prepares laity and uh, future pastors for ministry. And I'm so excited to announce that our next set of ordinands are about to be ordained deacon and deaconess. Uh, Here they are. And then Abel and Stu, who were ordained deacon last year, are going to be ordained again, this time priest. And we have a fantastic new director of the college, the Reverend Mark Knight. No, he's not Keanu Reeves, just like I'm not Nicolas Cage. But we also need to prepare the next generation to be rebuilders for the Lord. And I am so thankful for all the volunteers, all of you who have helped lead CHTBB, our children's church during this pandemic. They've worked tirelessly to run Sunday programs online, as well as putting out Advent and Lent series and they've been equipping parents with weekly home discipleship videos since March this year. Thank you, you are truly amazing. And youth online has flourished as well, which is amazing at a time when all around the world, lots of youth groups have really struggled online. Thank you again to our amazing volunteers preparing Gen Z to lead in our society. So for example, uh, youth ran social action projects, raising awareness and funds for the National Autism Society uh, for a refugee organization, and they raised funds and gave 200 reusable bags to our food bank. And the youth innovated. They ran Youth Alpha on a completely new platform, Gather Town, averaging 52 uh, young people, including 20 new guests, and all of it youth-led. And throughout August, we've just had the T10 campaign where at two calls per day uh, throughout the week, youth could jump on, have Bible readings and devotion together. Thank you for all that you're doing. In 2012, at an international cross-country race, uh, a Kenyan runner called Abel Mutai was well in the lead. And uh, just as he approached the finishing line, he got confused by the signs in English and thinking he'd already finished the race, actually stopped just a few meters short of the finishing line. Coming up right behind him was a Spanish runner called Ivan Fernandez. Now, Fernandez uh, realized what had happened. And instead of running past the Kenyan and winning the race himself, he stopped and tried to explain to Mutai that he hadn't quite finished. But again, the language barrier was there. So what did Ivan Fernandez do? He literally pushed the Kenyan runner himself over the finishing line to make sure that the Kenyan won. Afterwards, reporters asked Ivan, why did you do that? And he said these words, my dream is that one day we can have some sort of community life where we push ourselves and also others to win. The reporter then said, yes, but you could have won. To which Ivan said, yes, but what would my mother have said? You see, his Catholic mother had passed on the right values to him. And that's what the teams are doing with our young people as they help build their faith in Jesus Christ. We are preparing the future of this nation. The third thing we need to do is to get everyone involved. You are needed. We can't do this without you. As they rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem, they split the city into 42 sections. And I think I was prompted by the Spirit to look this up. I I woke up one morning with a hunch and I looked online and sure enough, the federal territory of KL is divided into eight divisions and then split into 42 sections. Exactly the same as when they rebuilt Jerusalem. And in Nehemiah chapter 3, it records the building work of the walls of the city, and it tells of all the inhabitants who helped rebuild them. And we constantly read phrases like this over and over again, things like, such and such a person made repairs on the wall in front of their house. Such and such a person helped rebuild the wall next to their home. Such and such a person helped rebuild the wall opposite their home, and so on. In other words, people took responsibility for their own area. And as as such, all 42 sections were worked upon and rebuilt. So begin to rebuild in your section. Take spiritual authority over your family, your workplace, your school, your community. Begin to gather and pray there. I don't know, maybe even you're going to. Launch a connect group there. We can help you. And we need everyone playing their part. Yeah, one of our privileges as a resource church and home of the Alpha Hub is to help other churches to step out in evangelism at this time. So we're inviting all other Anglican churches in West Malaysia to join HTBB's next Alpha Online beginning on the 6th of October. We're calling it Run Alpha Online Together. Think about who you could be inviting right now. And our hope is to catalyze evangelism right across the land with this big, big Alpha Online in October. And we want to invite a generation to try Alpha. And thank you to everyone who also helps uh, run our family life courses online too. Do you know what? We've had 201 couples through the marriage course and 137 through the pre-marriage course since since the pandemic began. Wow. In the book of Nehemiah, because everyone got involved, they were able to rebuild the city walls in just 52 days. That's amazing. So please don't be a consumer, be a contributor. We need you. And Sarah and I just want to say, you really are the most remarkable people we've ever had the privilege of serving. Why do I say that? Well, you've got this really, I think, God-given, unique combination of you're able to grasp really big vision, and yet you have the love to see and care for the individual next to you as well. Thank you. And that leads on to the fourth thing we need to do, love our neighbour. See, the rebuilding of Jerusalem coincided with a famine. It wasn't an easy time. And we even read how in Nehemiah chapter 5, uh, Nehemiah fed about 150 people every day, those uh, working on the walls, but also those who couldn't afford to feed themselves. And I really think it was the leading of the Holy Spirit to prompt us to begin the HTBB Food Bank in July, 2019, because this meant that when the pandemic hit, we were already in 2020 to respond immediately to the need. And since then, since we started, You know, we've distributed over 7,500 family packs of food. And we regularly support each month 238 families, 15% of which are Malaysian. And we all saw recently, didn't we, with great sadness, the white flag campaign. There's a huge need out there, people struggling. And we've been able to partner with some amazing organization, uh, bakeries like Bread Talk and uh, Secret Recipe help provide food to us, along with partners such as Food Aid, Food for, for Hope, Crest, and The Lost Food Project. But in spite of all of this, we've still got a massive waiting list of families that need help. In fact, we've got even more families on the waste, waiting list than we already serve. So we need all of you to help, and we couldn't do it without you, without your generosity, you're giving and all the 59 volunteers who help help deliver the food packs. And you know what, we're making real relationships with these families we're helping through our Myanmar congregation work and uh, through visits to local families in the PPR flats in Salak South and through our pastoral team. And I loved it that 16 connect groups uh, came together and they help provide Mother's Day uh, gift bags for 154 mums, most of whom had never received a gift like that before. And I love the story how Michelle, one of our online pastors, was inspired to set up a similar food bank with a friend in Langkawi, which has been really badly hit because you know most of the employment is tourism there and that's just disappeared. And they've already got 80 families saying, please, can you help us? Thank you for all that you're doing. I know that you're, you're doing the little unseen things as well, helping your, your neighbour and, and, and family members and friends that you know. You are amazing. You know, Jesus said the greatest commandments are love God and to love your neighbour. And the church is meant to be famous for its love. And as we rebuild Love is the mortar that sticks the bricks of society together. The fifth thing we need to do is to rebuild, not just HTBB and KL, but we need to rebuild across the land. In Nehemiah chapter 11, we read how only 10% of the returning exiles were sent to Jerusalem to rebuild. The other 90% were sent back to the other towns across the land to help bring renewal there as well. This was a national vision and church planting is one of our new bishops top priorities. And we're, we're uh, we're currently building and preparing a five year church planting plan. And I believe that we HTBB, we're gonna plant to the north, to the south and to the east. And in preparation for this, we're uh, running a church planting course at SPTC, which is both for pastors and laity, and it's also being attended by people from lots of other churches as well. And at HTBB, we are running a one-year church planting incubator with some of our clergy who feel called by the Lord to plant to get them intentionally ready. This is exciting. And with HTBB being the home of the Alpha Hub, our vision to see mission spread out beyond our borders is already being realized. With the pivot to Alpha Online, over 4,000 churches ran Alpha in over 20 countries in the region last year. And to accelerate this even further, we're currently making uh, some local contextualized versions of the Alpha film series videos, particularly for some countries. So here's a little taste of just some of the footage for the alpha videos we're making for India and Indonesia. (laughs) खेल the है of the world? I am not sure. Google is a baby. I ये not sure. I am not खेल I am not sure. I am not sure. What is the name of the world? I am not sure. I am not sure. I Faith, na nambi in Ipa kadang have ana seorang influencer media sosial. Saya menggunakan sosial media saya yang menjangkau teman-teman anak-anak muda yang mengalami drug addict, ya, seks dan juga pornografi dan masalah-masalah anak muda pada umumnya. teman di kuliah mulai kenal dengan dunia malam, mulai narkobanya mulai bertambah. Nah, di situlah sebenarnya momen di mana saya berjumpa dengan dunia. Saya minjem motor, teman. Terus tiba-tiba saya masuk pengalamannya itu sih. Selama saya di kamar itu, jadi dokter bilang, Webster akan koma, sampai mati. Pas bangun dari koma, saya sembuh. Setelah kejadian ini, ya, saya cuma tahu ya, yang bisa sembuhin saya cuma satu orang, Tuhan Yesus namanya. Ketika kita mengalami kasih Tuhan yang luar biasa, kita akan bebas mengekspresikan kasih dan juga rasa syukur kita. Dan itulah alasan mengapa penyembahan sangat-sangat berkuasa dan merupakan hadiah yang sangat luar biasa. The book of Nehemiah is, if you like, one big impact report when God's people get a vision and get involved. And to know more of what HTBB has done this past year, uh, please uh, scan this QR code or or click on the link and download our church impact report. It's really worth a read to uh, inspire you and to raise your faith to get involved in this vision. And then sixthly, the last thing we've got to do is to renew our inner life. We read this in Nehemiah chapter eight, verses eight to 10. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people could understand what was being read. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, this day is sacred to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is sacred to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Not only did the people rebuild things physically in Jerusalem, but they also renewed their own faith and spiritual life. They read from the book of the law in the Old Testament and they responded with tears of repentance and with joy. The renewal of a nation begins in the heart of people. It begins inside you and me. This past week, we've posted daily devotions on our YouTube channel, looking at rebuilding your inner life. Please do take a look if you've not watched them already. You see, we need the infilling of the Holy Spirit to rebuild our broken hearts and to set us on fire for renewing the nation and the nations. And then I believe we can and will see revival because revival is when renewal goes viral. So why don't we pray right now for the Spirit to fill us once again? You might want to put your hands out as if to say, Lord, would you use me? I'm I'm willing to be used by you in this rebuilding effort. And I pray once again, just echo this prayer, come Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, would you fill me afresh right now with your power, with your renewing resurrection life. Come Holy Spirit.